Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter too. And this is episode nine of season four. We are um, halfway through baseball season, halfway through our SEC schedule, and we are coming to you live on a Friday night, or Thursday night, excuse me. We just started a series with Ole Miss, and we lost game one against them. Uh, But since the last time we've talked to you guys, we have missed quite a few games, so uh, we talked to you guys last the day of the first LSU game, we, we or the night after the first LSU game, and um, it, that series didn't get much better, but we've played a couple midweeks and uh, an entire SEC series since then. So uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and um, what else do we have in store, Hunter? Uh, yeah, basically, kind of kind of play catch-up. Um, these Thursday, Friday, Saturday series completely wrecked the schedule um i i was just like at the um state and auburn game last thursday and you just texted me and was like oh crap we forgot to record and then i went home for easter and uh i just like we we never got it figured out so um this is this is just a couple weeks compiled into into one but uh once again we're going no script for no reason um so surely we're gonna have a great episode yeah i mean Last last time that we went no script, the the following series we swept. I mean, we won the series, so maybe we'll maybe we'll catch them lacking and get a series win at Missouri. But we we started that episode like after game one of a series that we got that we, swept in. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's no good. But anyway, um, before we get started, I do want to to take a little throwback to uh, some movie reviews. And I actually want to uh, do a movie review of some of a movie you guys have all seen. It's The Blind Side, right? Okay. Um, so I've just got a bone to pick with this movie. I don't think um, I don't think they would have adopted Michael Orr if he had been like a backup safety on the team. I mean, it's not like he had like multiple siblings that they also could have adopted. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think they they saw some dollar signs and uh, they were just like, hey, we're gonna adopt this kid, right? I mean, and that's not even the biggest issue with that movie. Yeah, I don't think Sandra Bullock is coaching better than Hugh Freeze. No chance, actually. Yeah. I don't think S.J. was a small child. I think he was pretty big. I, th- I think he was in high school. Yeah. I don't think he was slinging mustard bottles around the table. <laughs> Why would Michael choose an F-150? I don't think he had never seen a bed before. <laughs> Why did he block that guy all the way to the fence and then throw him over the fence? That definitely should have been unnecessary roughness. And the, uh, the Unnecessary just... blocking? Dude, it's just called unnecessary roughness. He said excessive blocking? <laughs> nope. Unnecessary roughness. That's what it's called. Um, Is there anything accurate in this movie? Uh, he went to the NFL. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Ed Orgeron was portrayed as a good coach. Ooh. That's not true. Do you think... Um, Sandra Bullock was telling the truth when she said one of the coaches took him to a bar on his recruiting visit. Who do you think that was? Lane Kiffin. 
Where was he at that time? The Raiders? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. He had a recruiting trip to the, to the Raiders. Is that a was was he at Tennessee? Uh didn't he do didn't he go to USC before he went to Tennessee? Okay, you keep talking and I'm gonna yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do some. I just really am not crazy about that that movie. Was he really gonna go sleep in the gym? And then yeah. is Tim McGraw like Tim McGraw's not even married to Sandra Bullock? <laughs> we turned movie critiques into just not knowing how acting works. <laughs> um, let, 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 let me let me figure out what class Michael Orr was in. I think there was definitely some recruiting violations going on. Um, okay, so. so he was in the 2005 recruiting class. Um, so Tennessee 2005. Okay, that wasn't late. Uh, let's see. Oh, the rabbit holes that the blind side has let us down. I mean, Philip Fulmer. No, that guy would never. That guy would never. Um, He's the guy who came to practice and watched one drill and left. I mean, 24-7 only has him having interest from four schools. An SEC football coach watched Michael Orr win a drill against a private school offensive lineman and was like, yep, that's my guy. Because he had a 98th percentile in protective instincts. <laughs> is that something you even... What do, how do you test that? Is that something you test for in the American school system? Private schools are wild. Common core, you know. Jack, um, I'm starting to see something here. Um, Was it Sylvester Croon? I'm only seeing four schools listed as interested in him. Name them. Ole Miss... Memphis, NC State, and Tennessee. I mean, of all the coaches that could have taken him to said place, um, maybe it was Lou Holtz. May, maybe it was his high school coach. <laughs> Hugh Freeze fits the bill. I mean, they celebrated their state championship <laughs> <laughs> by calling numbers off of Hugh Freeze's personal cell phone. This has turned into the best movie review we've ever done. This is... Who took me to age? You're not allowed to say that word. I'm not and don't want to get demonetized. SeatGeek doesn't want anything to do with this anymore, Hunter. No free ads. <laughs> I mean, they're still, they're still an advertising. I mean, I see people saying Houston nut. I could see that, but Arkansas wasn't interested in it. Which so, I mean, anyway. I mean, they they were. They they probably had. Yeah. Well, all right. So that's enough with the movie review. Uh, the last time we talked to you, we had just lost uh, five to two to LSU on a Friday night <laughs> in a game where we were up two to one and one strike away from a victory. Um, so that was a sad game, but we we sounded optimistic as we as we left you with that episode. Um, we said, you know, we can still come back. We can win this series. And um, Saturday, we, we still put up a fight. We uh, Parker Stinnett had a pretty bad start. 
gave up a three-run home run in the first inning. Uh, but Brandon Smith comes in and has just a masterful performance. Uh, he goes six innings in relief, but pretty much worked as a start and um, gives up one solo home run. It's the only run he gave up, and then that was the final score. It was four to three. Um, we he gives up the one run, and we just can't scratch across enough offense to to um, overcome that. And then on Sunday, from uh, pretty much start to finish, uh, LSU just dominated that one. They went thirteen to three, and we just yeah. That was one of the grossest games I've ever watched. Yeah, it was really bad. I we we were still there, and then there was a chopper up the middle that looked like an easy play, and it hit the second base bag, bounced into uh, like right center field or left center field, and I, I think the guy got a double out of it. I mean, it was just ridiculous stuff like that. Um, so we get swept in that series. Uh, and it's no fun at all. Um, but we we started seeing a trend that like our starting pitching, uh, even Cade Smith. I mean, he. Um, I, th- I mean, I want to look at this real quick. Cade Smith. Um, he went five innings. He gave up six earned runs. So uh, that wasn't his best start by any stretch of the imagination. But um, Friday night we had Preston Johnson pitch a really really good game. Saturday. Um, Parker Stinnett didn't pitch well to start, but Brandon Smith worked as a starter. He had a really good outing. Um, our pitching has has flipped from being the problem to like being our, our strong suit that's keeping us in games. Yeah. Um, but it's just the lack of ability to string hits together, and we we don't have any problem hitting home runs, but we we're hitting solo home runs like two or three a game, and we're only scoring two to three runs a game. Like solo we shots don't kill you. Yeah, I mean, we it's the three-run home runs that we're giving up that, uh, and we'll, we'll, we saw that tonight against Ole Miss, and we'll talk about that. But three-run home runs, giving those up, and not being able to score three runs in a game, you start doing the math there, and it's really easy to understand why we're losing games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that was some that was some great insight right there. Yeah, so um, I, it's just not not being able to hit with score runners in scoring position, but recently it's not being able to get runners in scoring position. Um, so the whole whole LSU series, we were plagued by leaving guys on base, and now it's like we're just we're just not getting guys on base. So uh, we followed the LSU series up with the midweek game against UAB, and I'm not trying to call you out. Did you watch this game? Not at all. Actually, not at all. I may have watched early. I didn't watch the fun part. Okay. I think I turned gotcha. it off. Yeah. So Fristo comes in, and we blow. Uh, I think it was it was tied three to three. We were about to. Um, I think it was in the ninth inning. Yeah, uh, UAB scores two runs to make it five to three. And then in the bottom of the ninth, I think we're down to the last out. Hunter Hines hits a um, two-run shot to tie the game. And then we win on a sack fly in the tenth inning. Uh, Lane Forsyth was kind of the star of that game. He scores the game-winning run. He had four hits in the game, which was really random. And UAB is not a not a not a bad opponent. They beat Alabama twice this year already. Um, so, I mean, and Alabama is the only SEC team that's beaten Tennessee this year. So, uh, kind of a kind of a random little um, few midweeks there for UAB. But we are able to survive that one, and then that kind of propelled us into a series win against Auburn. So, mm-hmm. what all did you watch much of this series? Yeah, yeah, I watched. Uh, I think game one, maybe game two. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so game one. I think I turned it on like pretty late. You know, mm. you know, I, I get the fun parts. Um, so it so it seems like we kind of had it on cruise control uh, up to nothing early in the game. 
Um, and then we just let Auburn climb on back. And then the sixth inning, they get three runs. Then we respond in the bottom of the seventh uh, with two runs. They get another in the eighth. And then then dogs went again. Stuff starts happening. Um, Jaeger, what 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 exactly happened? Uh, it was some, it was some. We weird. didn't get a hit in the entire ninth inning. We, yeah, it was like a. I don't even know the sequence of it. It was like a couple walk, a couple intentional walks, and then uh, a wild an pitch that scored Kellum, I think, and then uh, bases loaded. Hancock drew a walk, and I. I I thought that there was no chance that he was drawing a walk right there. Uh, yeah. I think he went to two strikes. I think he went to an even count. And I was like, yeah, this is just no chance. Like, yeah. But he pounded his chest. You know? Yeah. Mississippi so. State players will pound their chests and then have the worst plate approach you've ever seen. Brad Cumbest will just, like, smoke his chest and then just look ridiculous on a slider every single time. Um <laughs> So, oh, so that was a fun fun game on Thursday night, and then uh, Auburn that, that game on um, Friday night, we jump out to a lead uh, in the first inning, score two runs. Uh, we're held scoreless until the sixth inning, where we score two more. The seventh inning, we score five, um, and then they have a big eighth inning. Auburn does. Um, we end up winning the game nine to five after a couple of rain delays. It was a very late finish, but once again, we see Preston Johnson with a really, really good game. It's the best of his career. Uh, the only uh, fault that he had in this one is that we just kind of let him go too far. Uh, we let him go into the eighth, and that's when they started. They just I touched him up a little bit. So that's where they put four runs up in the eighth, but the bullpen's able to, to hold on. We win the game nine to five. And then um, just like we were talking about earlier with uh, only being able to score on home runs, uh, the Saturday game, game three against Auburn, we're going for the sweep and uh, we get home runs from uh, Hunter Hines and Kellum Clark in the same inning. And that's the only runs we had for the rest of the game. We um, had an opportunity to score in the ninth inning to uh, tie the game and send it to extras. But uh, Matt Quarter gets thrown out at the plate. Really, really great throw. Um, uh, but it was kind of a questionable send. It was a moment in the game where you kind of have to send them because you don't know if you're going to get another chance to score. But uh, really great throw to get him at the plate. Thought the review could go either way. But um, yeah, it, we win the series, but it was kind of a disappointing end to the series. Kind yeah. of one of those where you would have rather won. Um, you'd, if you were going to lose one, you'd rather lost one of the first two, so mm-hmm. you can end the end of the series with a little bit of momentum. But anyway, that, that was a that was a really weird series because Auburn going into that, they had a pretty stacked lineup, like statistics yeah. wise, and none of those guys did anything. Yeah, like, the big guy, uh, Sonny Sonny Deshera, uh, he's batting like four thirty five on the season, and. I mean, I think he had, like, one single in the second game or something like that, but he really was just ineffective in this game. And um, they had some production out of their eight and nine holes uh, that, like, hit some home runs kind of randomly, but uh, none of the big guys hurt us. And that's just another example. Like, our pitching is not what's killing us right now, which is really weird because, you know, it was our bullpen that was super, you know, like, untrustworthy last year. or, Or, I mean, not last year, like, last month. And now... Even without Brooks Auger and Parker Stinnett, who are possibly both injured, um, it's like these guys are coming in and getting outs, but we just can't back them up with with offense now. So um, I'm just—I know we won a series against a really good Auburn team, um, 
I'm still just not a believer in Mississippi State. I, 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 I'm trying to keep like a optimism a little bit, but it's just not really looking good. Yeah. Because um, I mean, we can pitch all we want to, I guess, but you know, you give up like one big hit, and it's like you've lost the game. I very year. much miss our little guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, last year. I, I, and I'll, I'll say that when we get to the Ole Miss game. Hold on. Okay. Um, but Jackson State game came and went. We finished the game in seven innings. We get uh, a seventeen to two victory there. Um, the only good thing I saw in that game, or the only thing of note that I noticed in that game, um, first of all, we had a RJ Yeager grand slam, and we actually hit a crafty lefty to start the game. Uh, we and there was an Andrew Walling sighting. Yeah, and a Lane Forsyth on the mound. So how'd that go? Um, uh, well, you notice the the two runs that we gave up. Mm-hmm. Those those were from him. That's um, good for him. Um, yeah. And Andrew Walling, um, I still think he has a zero ERA on the year. Yep. <laughs> I think yeah. pitched two innings, zero runs. Um, but yeah, uh, Jackson State game. Not not much to say about that one. It's just a typical midweek against a really bad team. We never um, win those. We never win games like that. So that brings us to this series that we're in right now. We, like I said, we just finished game one of uh, this series against Ole Miss. And, um, man, we never lose games like this. We never lose games like this. Um, so the story of this game is Brandon Smith and Dylan Delushi. De- is that what is that saying? Delushi. Delushi. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Doug uh, Day. He showed tonight. So he went a complete game, um, nine innings. He gave up, I don't even know how many hits he gave up. Five hits. Gave up five hits. Uh, two of them were solo home runs, which, like we've said, it's becoming a trend. It's the only way that we can score. Um, one of our hits was a Logan Tanner infield hit, if that tells you anything. But the story of the game happens you know, uh, in the, the far right of the box score. One error on us. Um and it was on R.J. Yeager in the first inning. It prolonged the inning just long enough to get to Kevin Graham, who hit a three-run bomb in that inning. Um, and obviously, Mississippi State loses by two runs. So uh, we give up five hits. They give up five hits. Uh, Brandon Smith had a really, really good outing. Only one earned run in his uh, – um, how many innings did he Six go? innings. Six. One earned run in six innings, and he gets the loss. Um, and – we are one error away from an Ole Miss pitcher pitching a complete game for no reason, mm-hmm. um, a complete game and getting a loss. So um, that's a that, that one hurts. We finally seemed like we were we we, we broke through. We scored on Brad Cummins' uh, solo home run, and then uh, Hayden Dunhurst hits a solo shot in the bottom half of the inning. Uh, Kellum Clark hits a hits a solo shot in the seventh, and the the right part of the lineup was coming up for the ninth inning, and we go away in six pitches in the ninth so um very reminiscent of doug day last year even though um had a lot more offense to to back it up yeah uh but i mean just like our our plate approaches were kind of similar just like i mean we kind of looked clueless up there for a while um but anyway um i mean i we're we're usually a good fielding team but today fielding hurt us but um i I know I say it all the time. We're not going to put a loss on pitching. I'm not going to put a loss on R.J. Yeager because we should be able to hit the ball more than we did tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our only positive I can find in this one is that the um, 
the last time that an Ole Miss pitcher threw a complete game against us. We ended up winning the series. Uh, so maybe it's another Doug Day. Uh, maybe we'll come back and win these next two and uh, and not shoot ourselves in the foot and be able to string some hits together. Um, I just I've I've said multiple times in the last two years, last two seasons, uh, and it was a lot more. You know, we, we saw it a lot more last year, um, but it, Mississippi State baseball is at its finest when we can go through the lineup and we're just smoking singles through the holes in the infield. Um, I mean, you might have a Tanner Allen like squeeze on a, a single into a double or a single into a triple sometimes, but I mean, it's just like hitting the ball where the fielders are not. I don't think of Mississippi State and think, okay, all we do is hit home runs. Yeah, that's becoming what we are, and it's it's just it's kind of impossible for us to string hits together right now, and we're not going to win games if, unless we do that. So mm-hmm. um, it's hard to watch. It sucks to <laughs> to lose, especially against Ole Miss, who we haven't really lost to, and we still haven't lost a series. I'm not saying that, but by the time you're listening to this, we probably will have. Um, it's just it's kind of kind of hard to watch these days. Yeah, I mean, like, like I mean that has to it has to put so much more pressure on our pitchers too, knowing that yeah. that that they're what are what are you gonna get two runs of insurance? Yeah, I mean last year we had the best pitching staff we've ever had we had the most scholarship pitchers of all time because of the unique circumstances of the season um we had um just a really really talented pitching staff but on top of that uh and and no injuries uh of no i mean i know riley self but i uh, know like pit, like injuries to really notable pitchers but um on top of that we had an offense that could be like okay if you put us in a bad situation like late in the game we're still going to be able to produce. Yeah. This team is like, okay, well, we're down three runs in the first inning, so I guess we can just chalk this one up um, as a loss. And I'm like, like if this same game had happened last year during the Ole Miss series and they they had a three-run home run in the first inning, I guarantee you top half of the second inning we would hit a home run or score a run somehow, and we would probably win this game 15-3. to three. Yeah. I, I, I know that sounds ridiculous, like an, like an overstatement, but – I promise you we're not losing that game um, because three runs early in a game didn't hurt. Three runs in the eighth inning didn't hurt us. Yeah, um, and, and, and I don't I even really, want to play like the, oh, we've lost so many people game. Like we went out there and got a good start, and this lineup should be better than what it is. Like yeah. it, it, it just should be. It's yeah. not like they're just super young. Like, I mean, there's like, like Hunter Hines I can, is young. I can understand. Slade Alpers is young. I can understand bad at bats from Hunter Hines every now and then, and like you said, Slade offered. But uh, I mean, we're getting like super undisciplined at bats from uh, Logan Tanner. You know, swinging at a two zero pitch and popping up to end the game, and or uh, or popping up late late in the game, whatever. Um, I mean, just not having good at bats at good moments, and it's like just. So opposite of what our team was last year, um, but I mean, looking looking ahead to these next two games, I guess I mean, I'm I'm still confident because you know, it's all mess. Uh, it, I mean, it's all I mean, mess. They're they're they're, 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 they're just struggling. as bad. They're struggling. Like outside of 
you know, two pitches right, with Kevin Graham hitting a home run and um, Hayden Dunhurst hitting a home run, which are, I mean, you kind of expect balls to leave the yard uh, every now and then when Brandon Smith is on the mound because all he does is throw strikes. And, I mean, it's, it's just what you have to expect. Um, but outside of those two, I mean, Tim Elko struck out really, really bad on like three different times. Um, we, 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 we held this lineup who has some good hitters. We held them in check and we've got two really good starters coming up in the next two games. We've got Preston Johnson and we've got, um, uh, Cade Smith coming on Saturday. So, um, I feel like, I mean, you have to feel good about the, the pitching matchup because surely Ole Miss doesn't have another pitcher who can throw nine innings against us. But, um, I mean, surely, right? I don't think they have another pitcher right right now. Um, so um, uh, they'll probably yeah, trot yeah. out Cy Young or Doug Nikhazy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe Derek Diamond. I would like to see Doug Nikhazy versus Babe Ruth. Another another pitcher gone to be burned at the stake. So, um, well, uh, like I said, I, I feel like we have to like our pitching matchup in the next two games, but pitching matchup doesn't do anything if Ole Miss can just score one run and have a, have a win um, I mean I'm not expecting any of our pitchers to go out there and pitch a shutout and I, I just am not confident in this team at all until we can start like I said stringing hits together so yeah do, do we want to do a prediction for the next two games yeah so we didn't do that against LSU and that was our downfall I, yeah that was that was where we went wrong so um, I'll give a prediction. I'm going to say we're going to lose both of these games um, by like one run each. Um, and we're going to hit at least one more home run in this weekend. Uh, do you have a player of the game or do you want to do that after? Um, if we're going to, um, to win one or both of these games... Um, I feel like Logan Tanner's gonna have to do something. Like yeah. hit a, hit a home run and bat flip the crap out of one and just be a total Logan Tanner to mm-hmm. everybody in the stadium. Um, just just kind of. I mean, if we have to play the whole bad boy mentality, let's do it. Anything yeah. that, I, that I can think of to. Um, I mean, people. I mean, thinking like last year we weren't bad boys. We went into Vanderbilt and we're just total. <laughs> the worst Jerks. like and lost the, the series um <laughs> so if that's what it takes to go in there and, and i mean just have a little fun completely change this identity that we have uh i mean tennessee's kind of got that bad boy mentality and they're the best team in the country so if we can develop something like that if that's what it takes please please do it and logan tanner seems like the perfect guy for that so okay um so i think we'll split the next two um, so that would be a serious loss for State. Um, I have no clue where the win or where the loss will come. Just, mm-hmm. I can't bank on this team at all. So, yeah. I, I really can't say anything. I mean, I can't bank on Ole Miss either. Like, I have no confidence that they're going to go out there and win a game either. Like, tonight was one of the worst games of baseball I've watched. I mean... You get four home runs. <laughs> like, yeah. like it was just there was gross. No, there was there was no. Uh, 
Tanner Allen hitting a triple and clearing the bases or Jake Mangum scoring from first on a double to the gap or anything fun. Like even even as an Ole Miss fan, what, what do you look at this game and you're like, I guess I guess the complete game, but like, dude didn't even need to do that. We weren't hitting. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean at least I think it's less about this game and more like okay we have our our entire bullpen. Woohoo! It's been so good. Good thing we saved it. Better than ours, then. <laughs> it's better than ours. It's comparable. It's bad. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> you know, I think we uh, should just fire out the we took them too lightly tweet. Um, yeah, that seems like... Seems so, like so, so I guess my player of the game, um, I need a rebel killer. Give me Luke Hancock. I mean, dude has to do something eventually. Okay. I mean, I like it. Like I know the whole like who's gonna be like the leader thing is completely overrated, but yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, it's not looking too hot. So yeah. So um, you say we're gonna take one of the next two. I say we're gonna get uh, get beat both of those games, um, and that will do it for our little. Um, middle of the series review of Ole Miss. Um, like I said, we've got Preston Johnson and Cade Smith going the next two days. We have to like our chances with the with the pitching matchups, but this offense is just giving me nothing to be excited about. So I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna act like I, I'm very confident in in us to win these games. Um, we do have a few Instagram questions. This is obviously our favorite part of the podcast, so we'll end it with this segment here. Um, thank you guys so much for being a part of each episode by sending us in questions. Uh, we are um, we are just really always so excited to, to look and see what we get to answer at the end of every episode. Um, also, me and Hunter, since the last time we've talked to you, we have been in the Triple Crown Club. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, that is yes, 100%. Like, uh, if anyone ever has any tickets and wants to go hang out with us, um. Mm-hmm. Just, just give us the tickets, know. please. <laughs> you, you being there is totally optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 just want to go. Like um, you don't even have to go out to the game. We will just go out for you. But it, it'll be a great time. Honestly, if you ever get a chance to sit in the Triple Crown Club, please take that opportunity. Especially if it's a weekend series, because um, at least SEC series, it seems like we uh, have food that like. Um, matches wherever this team comes from. Um, so we had LSU uh, when the night or the day that we were there. So we had gumbo and um, Louisiana chop salad and Cajun turkey and all this stuff. And corn dogs. Corn dogs. Yeah, it's really really good. So um, yeah, it's a really great experience. Um, that being said, now we're finally going to get into some Instagram questions. So first question is actually from Jana Taylor. She says, "Will you wear my?" Grateful Reb shirt if Ole Miss wins, because I'm going to the game on uh, Saturday. Uh, uh, say so say say no say no. I am I'm not because I don't think Ole Miss is going to win a single game this weekend. <laughs> um, Frederick says, "Will we see Tanner Leggett at third sometime this year?" Um, I wouldn't be. I'd super like to see. To that. I'd like to see Cam in the outfield. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, Cam seems to be getting a little bit more comfortable in the outfield, at least. Um, Tanner Leggett is, um, I mean, I, I'm not going to say he's more consistent bat than Slate Alford because Slate just doesn't have as many at bats. But Tanner seems to like, I mean, 
I, I think of him and I think of getting hits when he's up there. Uh, Slate Alford hadn't done too much of that this year. So maybe a couple more games of Slate not producing and we might see, you know, the combination. But I doubt that just because we need to have an opportunity to pinch hit for Lane and then have a shortstop come in. Um, so it's probably not going to happen. But, I mean, we need some production somewhere. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Taylor has a couple questions here to close us out. His first one was, how much fun was it to watch the uh, collapse by the Rebels tonight? Um, Boy, did that age poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah, their offense really collapsed after that three-run shot that they hit in the first inning, but sadly, dug dead. Um, And then the last question, a pitcher has to step up for us to make a postseason run. No doubt about that. Uh, Who could that be? And I think the only answer to this question is Jackson Fristo, and I just don't think that that's happening. Um, I, I guess I wanna... Andrew Walling could also be one, but um, yeah, I'd like to see his balls versus strikes this year. Speaking of Andrew Walling, um, Eric Sarantola had his first outing of the year, and he went six innings with 10 Ks, and he had the most unhittable curveball that I've ever seen. So if that doesn't make you just feel um, just real real warm and fuzzy inside i don't know what would um, we could have had another we could have won a national championship hunter Dude, we could have gone there that and game. produces we could have beaten vandy in two games because christian mcleod wouldn't have had to pitch against vanderbilt um but anyway um that's gonna do us for the instagram questions hunter do you have anything before we close out uh, not really yeah no, if it sounds like we're if, if it sounds like we're super pessimistic about the rest of this baseball season, um, we are. The only good news that I have for you is that we close out, or we, we start after the series, which is a very winnable series still. Like, I know I said that, but Ole Miss kind of sucks. So uh, we could still win this series. We've got Vander, or we got Missouri next week, excuse me. Uh, Florida, who is, you know. Just as not, bad as us. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 right there with us. Uh, Texas A and M, who is like on the up and up right now, and then we close out with Tennessee, which we're gonna sweep that series. I hate to tell you. Um, so I mean, we we've got some winnable series uh, down the stretch. Um, <laughs> uh, now I, I I mean I think if we can handle business against Ole Miss, that would get us to eight wins in the SEC, and then in the next twelve games, if you go five hundred in those. You finish the SEC season with 14 wins, and that paired with maybe a win or two in the SEC tournament should be good enough to get you into the NCAA tournament. Um, but right now, we're just trying to get to Hoover. So yeah. um, that's that's the goal there. And right now, honestly, we're not even trying to get to Hoover. We're just trying to, to win a series against Ole Miss. But, trying to um, win a game. Trying to <laughs> win a single game, yeah. Um, try, trying to score a run. Um, so... Missouri next week, then we got Florida, A&M, then Tennessee. So taking it one game at a time, but also looking ahead. And honestly, other than the Tennessee series, some winnable games down the stretch. But um, you know what? We can't worry about that right now. So that's going to do it for this episode of Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Thank you guys so much for keeping up with us, even though we've got a pretty pretty rough baseball season so far. Um, We didn't have too many listeners when we won a national championship either. So um, it's... uh, great to have you here but uh anyway that's gonna do it for us and uh, we'll see you next time on going for two with jack taylor dude we don't even ever see anybody
baseball. I think I sold my sports soul for a Braves World Series and a College World Series last year. Something must have happened, dude. Would you take a global pandemic, your team sucking forever after, for a College World Series and a World Series? Honestly, yeah. Would you guys do it again? Just, mm-hmm. Guys just choose their favorite sports teams when they're like 11 years old, and they let it ruin their life for the rest see, of See, I don't. Um... Oh no! I was a weird one picking sports teams, though. You know, I picked all my sports teams at like sixteen or seventeen. I didn't even pick Mississippi State. I was born into this, and and the Braves too. I was living life as an LSU fan. All time bad move. I should go. At least we're not Southern Miss fans. 